Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into an episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. The series is over. The one word I have is magical. And if you're watching right now, you can see the celebration is still going on in the locker room. And I have no doubts it is going to be going on all night long. This was a magical game. My one word would be wild. And if you're watching right now, it is wild in that clubhouse. They are lighting up cigars. They are spraying champagne. It was a party down here on the field right when the game ended. I don't think the fans left for a good 45 minutes At after least. the game ended. I'm with you. They were here. They were singing, dancing on my own with the team. Yeah. They were singing after. There was the ceremony out in center field. Uh, the owner raises up the owner raises up the trophy. The crowd went nuts. I haven't experienced many things in my. I haven't experienced anything like what I experienced here today. Uh, Philly deserved this. They were waiting for this. And as Bryce Harper said, we still got four more. Yes, they do. But let's get back to this game here because they came back. This team has been so resilient just the last month of the regular season into this postseason. They were down going into that eighth inning with Bryce Harper, their MVP, coming to the plate and being the biggest guy, the MVP in the biggest moment. I, I can't stop smiling I thinking know. about it. I mean, I can't get this grin off my face. It was the eighth inning. It was Bryce Harper. They were down a run in Philly. He's the $300 million man. It just felt like this is a moment that stars are made. And Bryce Harper came up, and a big player with a big opportunity came through and etched himself in Philly history for the rest of his life. That's what that moment was. That was the biggest star arising to the biggest occasion and it was absolutely remarkable. The place was going nuts. And what more could you have expected? It's Bryce Harper. He was the reigning MVP. And that was his mark. That was his moment. That was the moment Bryce Harper became a Philadelphia icon for the rest of his life. And Alex and I ran out onto the field immediately following the game. I went right up to Bryce Harper, and I caught up with him and heard all about it. So let's check that out. Bryce, congratulations, man. You're going to the freaking World Series. Explain the feeling. Yeah, I think as an organization, as a team, as a fan base, the city of Philadelphia, you know, we got four more, right? I mean, the job's not done. We're going to enjoy this. What a great moment for this city, for this town, and just everybody around. You went down this year for a while after your hand injury. Did you believe you could get to here to this moment right now? I don't think there was a doubt. Nobody on this team doubted that moment, doubted the opportunity to be here. Uh, we're so grateful for it. We're so thankful for it as well. And uh, we're excited for that next opportunity as well. Last one for you. Your last at bat, the home run. Walk me through that at bat and what you were looking for in the moment you knew it was gone. He's got a really good heater. I mean, he's, he's been unbelievable all year long for them. And uh, once I spit on the, the one-two changeup, I thought I had him right where I wanted him to be and just tried to take the best swing I could. Uh, that's a great team over there. 
really good team. They had a great year. And, uh, you know, the ability to, to, to win this game in front of our fan base, to celebrate here, that's what it's all about. Congratulations, man. It's been, I appreciate it, man. What was the moment that Bryce Harper became a legend? And to talk to him immediately after was really cool. And obviously, I asked him about the feeling of going to the World Series, and he talked about this is what it's all about, but we have four more. But I dove into that at bat, which was something really cool for me to do because I was watching that at bat thinking, okay, now, now what's he going to do? He was late on a few pitches. The guy throws 100, so that's fair. Yeah. Late on a few pitches, and then the at bat turned when he took that changeup down. He throws 100 miles an hour. He threw Harper after many foul balls on fastballs. He threw him that nasty changeup down in the zone, and I said, something's going to happen. He's locked in now. And to hear him say literally that, I took that change up yeah. and felt great about it. Uh, really special, but what a special moment. Uh, and look, if there was ever a sense of him being underrated, which I truly believe there was, even though he was the MVP last year, I still think he was underrated because maybe it had a little to do with, well, he was in Washington for a lot of his career and then he was in Philly. This was his moment. This was his moment. Tonight was his moment. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday on the show. Why is Harper underrated? Because he came into this league. He was on magazine covers. He was a top prospect. He's an MVP, but for some reason, he's still not talked about as much as some of the other star players. But a game like tonight and a moment like tonight where you are at the plate and you have a chance to take your team to the World Series with one swing of the bat and you do that, this is where legends are made. Philly legends are made, baseball legends are made, and moments like this that fans, baseball fans, Philly fans are going to remember for the rest of their lives. Well, I think you bring up a great, a great question, Alex, which is why was he still underrated? Because it doesn't, he's won two MVPs. Uh, why is he still underrated? And for me, I think it's because of all the hype you mentioned before he had done anything. Yeah. All the hype of being on Sports Illustrated at 17 years old and getting drafted so high and getting into the big leagues so quickly. All of that hype, like it or not, makes it harder yeah. for you to seem like you're having the career that he is having. So it takes moments like this. Yes, two MVPs, but what is that moment? Forget the MVPs in the eyes of many. Forget the MVPs. Yeah. What is that moment? What is that career-defining moment? And he just had that career-defining moment right behind us, and to talk to him about it was really special. It's also crazy to think... He was injured in the middle of the season, came back, had a really tough end of the regular season, and then once the postseason started, he just kicked it into a different gear and became the MVP Bryce Harper that we both said, if the Phillies want to make it through this postseason, if they want to get to the World Series, Bryce Harper has to be the MVP, and he did just that. You know, a lot of people talking about that that injury and how it made him struggle yeah you know what nobody's remembering right now what that injury those struggles no it all goes out the window because of success mm -hmm. and all of these moments I've talked about of the old MVPs and and all the hype and being underrated forget all of it it's about this moment tonight was one of the greatest moments in Philadelphia sports history and if you had said that coming into this game of you're going to see a game, and you're going to see one of the greatest moments in Philly sports history tonight. Who did it? The answer would have been Bryce Harper, and it happened.
big stars arise at big moments. And tonight, Bryce Harper took control of that moment and etched himself into history forever in Philadelphia. He did. And, you know, we talked to a bunch of other players on the team. And when I talked to them, I asked them about that moment. What was it like seeing Bryce Harper going to the plate, stepping up to the plate, and winning this game for the team? And a couple different teammates said, well, we knew. It's, we knew he could do it because it's Bryce Harper. He's been doing it all season. And it was just that, yeah, he's our guy. He is our guy. He is our MVP. And we're cool not surprised that? that he stepped up to How that How cool moment. is that? You know, the players felt that. Everybody here felt that. Yeah. We felt it. It's one of those unique moments in history where you have one of the brightest stars in the game, one of the biggest moments in a city's playoff history, and the right guy at the plate in that moment. It just felt too perfect for it to not happen. Yeah. And then it happens, and you just lose your minds. Yeah. And it's a moment that this crowd, Bryce Harper, and all of his teammates will remember forever. All right, well, let's dive deeper into that moment, which will be our second topic, which is the pitching here tonight. And the Padres' decision not to bring in Josh Hader in that moment, lefty on lefty, to face Bryce Harper. You even mentioned it as he was coming to the plate. What are they doing? Why aren't they bringing in their number one relief, their closer, their guy to face Harper? Well, you're exactly right. Why not? And that was my thought going into that at bat. You even had Josh Hader warming up, who is one of the best closers in the game of baseball and has been great lately. So my mind goes to this. You have the, the meat of the order yeah. coming up, right? You have Rio Muto, you have Harper, you have Castellanos. That's the meat of the order. It happened in the eighth inning. So what? Bryce Harper's a lefty. What better reason? What? Why not bring in Josh Hader? In a baseball game, you have to get 27 outs. It doesn't matter who gets them. It doesn't matter where they get them. Every out is equally as important. What is the point? We're in playoff baseball. Why save your closer for the ninth inning no. when you have the three hardest outs in the entire lineup coming up in the eighth inning? And you can go lefty-lefty against Bryce Harper with one of the best closers in the game. I have no doubts that home run's probably not happening if Josh Hader's on the mound. It's just a much more difficult at bat for him. Now, Bryce Harper is a legend, and if that moment had come up in the same sort of scenario, I don't know if it mattered who was pitching because yeah. it's just one of those moments. But I can't stress this enough. 27 outs to get. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're getting out 21, 22, and 23, or 24, 25, and 26. Or 27. Yeah. Just get them when you can get them. And the biggest moment of the game, everybody here felt it. Oh, yep. this is the inning to do something. Yep. Look who we have coming up. And the last shot that I saw before Bryce Harper came up to the plate was Josh Hader warming up in that yeah. bullpen behind us. And I said, bring in Josh Hader here. Do it. You don't want to let this game get away without the ball in the hands of your best pitcher. They didn't do that, hindsight obviously being 2020 for the Padres, but their hindsight meaning their season's over because Josh Hader wasn't in there to get those outs against Bryce Harper. For me, that was that was a mistake. Yeah, if there's ever a moment to have your closer come in and get a six-out save, that is the moment. He is your number one guy against their number one guy. But let's go back to the beginning of this game because we had the aces back on the mound. And we talked about it. We dove deep into it at the beginning of the pregame of the show. You Darvish against Wheeler. And both of them really did what they needed to do to help keep their teams in this. Well, great point, Alex. They did what they needed to do. We talked about it pregame. What do the Padres need? 
You need you, Darvish, to go deep into the game. Yeah. Six innings, two runs, five strikeouts against this team in this city with the hottest offense on planet Earth right now. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Yeah. I mean, that was what he needed to do. He did what he needed to do. You, Darvish, was great. On the other side of things, Zach Wheeler, yeah. who has been unbelievable in the postseason. He did it again. He was their guy. This was the game for the Phillies to win. You have your guy on the mound against you, Darvish, but you believe in your guy. You have Zach Wheeler, who's been unhittable. So you can't say enough about the starting pitching in this game. Both you, Darvish, and Zach Wheeler were unbelievable. And a big part of this, and a big part of the Phillies winning, was having Zach Wheeler back around in the rotation. And if you don't win this one, yeah. then it starts getting more and more difficult. So they had their guy on the mound in their city and said, this is the one. And nobody's getting in our way of that. And they got the job done. But that leads us to our third topic, the weather, that really affected the pitchers. I would say they probably had the hardest time with the rain. It was raining a good portion of this game. It was misty at times. But then in that seventh, eighth inning, that's when it really started to come down and pour. And you saw pitchers didn't have a great grip on the ball. The weather was a huge factor in this game. Now, for those that... Um, for those that aren't really sure how much rain has to do with a baseball game and saying, oh, it's not, the, it's not the heaviest rain in the entire world. The field looks okay. Let me explain that a little bit because for pitchers, it's even more difficult, which is why we saw at one point in the game when Sir Anthony Dominguez came in, he couldn't find the strike zone. Yeah. The rain plays a huge factor in that because everything starts getting wet. And at a certain point when you're out there on that mound for so long, your pants are wet too. So you have nowhere to wipe, yeah. which is what is super important, is having somewhere to wipe your hand on to get some dryness on the back of your legs, on the front, on your jersey. And at a certain point later in the game, after it had been raining for the majority of the game, you lose that area. That was a huge factor in this game. The starting pitchers, we got a couple of great shots on the Fox broadcast. Yeah. Of the You Darvish in particular, I saw one. His landing leg would slide a little bit. Which is now, scary, injury-wise, too. Right. It's just yeah. an inch, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's uncomfortable. So the weather played a huge factor here. We saw a lot of wild pitches. We saw run score as a result of that. Um, so to end up with the game we got, it's truly pretty impressive in yeah. this weather that we had because as a batter, I can speak to this a little more because as a batter, when it's raining, the annoying thing is, and this really does matter, on camera, you see the, the rain dripping off of the tip of their helmet, yeah. but you don't really realize how much of a factor that is because when you're at the plate, look, we hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. It should yeah. be impossible. When you're up there facing 100 miles an hour, of which I have done many times in my life, especially playing professionally, that's where I saw it all the time, it is literally down to you need to time your blinking. I would literally be at the plate timing when I blink in accordance to when that pitcher is going to release the baseball. So when you have raindrops dipping down into your eyes, that's a big factor. So for so many different reasons, the weather had a big impact here tonight for the pitchers and for the hitters. So I got to ask this then, because it, at one point it was coming down pretty heavy and the puddles were forming during the regular season. It feels like they would have delayed the game a little bit. Do you think it had an effect because we are in the NLCS right now. I think that's a great point, and I absolutely agree with you. I think if this is a regular season game, 
it's done after five innings. Right. So that's what you see. One, we saw the rain get worse and worse. Through about the sixth through the eighth, yeah. I think it was the worst. And by that point, you have an official game. Yeah. And the regular season, with this going on and rain expected to last for a while, they either bang the game or delay until this. Yeah. It's really nice out here I now. Know. They delay for a few hours. No, no, no. Guess what? You have no time to delay this series. No. You, let's get through it. We're fine. Put some quick dry down on the mound, which we saw them do a couple yeah. times. The grounds crew was great today. All around the field, they go out, put down the quick dry, put it on, on the pitcher's mound and in the batter's box. So next thing you know, um, yes, absolutely. Bad weather played a big factor, and I think this game has stopped without it. Yeah, you know who else loved the rain? Who? The crowd. Oh. The crowd here was electric, which leads us to our fourth topic today. They were on their feet the entire game. Through the rain, screaming in on every pitch and at bat, which we've talked about through this entire series. Their Philly fans are just different. They're just built different. They are built different. I have uh, – I, I will walk away from this series – with memories of a lifetime. Yeah. And those memories will be the crowd and how yeah. excited they were and how much they got into every single game. And we have a, a guy on our team, John Hill, behind who's, the a, camera who's right a Philly now. guy, behind the camera right <laughs> now. I saw a video of him going absolutely crazy. He's back home. He embraced the crowd. He was one of them. And yeah. it was a special, uh, it was special seeing the entire crowd so wrapped up the entire series. And uh, whether it be here, whether it be at Xfinity Live, yep. um, I I will remember this crowd forever. And I'm not sure I have ever been in the middle of one as I was in Philadelphia. You know who one of the craziest fans was throughout this this home stretch here in Philly? I have a guess. Miles Teller. <laughs> now you were sitting close to him during the game. Got some good little TikTok videos that went viral of him just being one of the fans and being out there and being part of it. And then I actually got to talk to him right when the game ended, <laughs> ran right up to him and asked him about his Phillies head into the World Series. Take a listen. No, it's just excitement right now. Yeah, yeah, you rolling? Yeah. All right. Miles, yeah, you've been like the number one fan this entire series. Explain this moment right now. Well, I think I'm the number one most famous fan. That's the thing about Philly. They show up for their teams. It's a blue-collar city. I'm proud to be a part of one of these fans. It's special. This this team's been doing it off and on all year, but you know they're they're, they're playing with you know it's lightning in a bottle right now. You see Bryce Harper come to the plate with one on the biggest moment. The MVP steps up. What was this crowd like when that ball left the ballpark? Pandemonium, man. The bank the bank is rocking. <laughs> that that's I mean there there's so many iconic moments throughout this. Ranger coming in, but yeah, that Bryce home run, that's one thats one for the history books right now. Still four more to go. Will we see you at the World Series? Oh, I'll be there. Well, you heard the man. We're going to see him at the World Series. I know you saw him out on the field after as well, and you had a chance to talk to him. I did. I went up to him, just said, I'm a big fan, said, hey, man, Ben Verlander, and he goes, oh, yeah, Ben Verlander, I saw you on Twitter. <laughs> And I said, yeah, he goes, I logged on, and I see uh, Miles Teller having the time of his life once again. And I said, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun to see. I hope it wasn't too creepy. And he goes, I loved it. I love being a part of this crowd. This is what it's all about. I feel like I'm one of them. 
And uh, I absolutely love seeing all those videos come out. So that was really cool. What a great ambassador for Phillies fans. Not just because he's, he is a huge fan, but they brought him out on the field. They did his Top Gun. They did the Top Gun thing. I it was know. so cool. They brought up the piano mid-game. Like, it, was, it was so cool just to see it, be here. We know it's only going to get even more wild for the World Series because guess what? We're coming back. It's, it's going to be crazy. We're coming back. Three more games. In Philadelphia, this crowd has three more chances, assuming it goes to at least a yeah. game five, has three more chances to see their team and go even harder than they've been going, which I don't know how it's going to be possible, <laughs> but I would also add to that that I have no <laughs> doubts that it is possible yeah. because I saw it here firsthand, and I'm excited to see Miles double up on what he was I, doing because uh, that was really cool. I can't wait. Talking about doubling up on what they're doing, let's get back to the game. Our fifth topic here is – Reese Hoskins, he was a home run machine here during these uh, three games at home. Just on fire once again, just seeing a player kick it into a different gear once the postseason happens. Yeah, look, I, I think I want to take a second here just to talk about Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Because, yes, we can sit here and talk about Bryce Harper, NLCS MVP, and etching himself into history. We can talk about Kyle Schwarber and how good he was this series. But Reese Hoskins... Reese Hoskins, the Phillies aren't going to the World Series if it's not for what Reese Hoskins no. has done the past two days. So let's take a step back here and just appreciate okay. how good he has been. Two home runs in game four, yep. a home run in game five, both meaning really different things for the team. In game four, it was, all right, we just got punched in the face in the first inning. What are we going to do about it? Well, what they did about it was get Kyle Schwarber on base. Reese Hoskins hits a home run. Next thing you know, the crowd is right back into it. Yeah. Later in the game, he hits another massive home run. Then today, he gets it all started with a home run, and he has had an incredible series, and it can look a little bit under the radar if you just look at the numbers of it. Yeah. But no, no, no. The eye test says the Phillies aren't going to the World Series if it wasn't for Reese Hoskins. So a really special couple of days for him, and I was able to catch up with him on the field as he was celebrating with his team going to the World Series. So let's check that out now. So happy for you, man. Congratulations. You're going to the freaking World Series. Explain this feeling. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's better than a dream. Uh, man, just to be able to do it here, too, is you can't ride it better. A few months ago when you guys were fighting around the 500 mark, did you guys truly believe that you could get here right now? Always, always, from day one. We, we started sloppy, but if there's anything I know about this group is we fight. We fight. We're a resilient group, but we showed it tonight. Come on. Woo! Three home runs in two games. How impressive and how incredible is the feeling? It's great. Got to help the team win somehow, some way. I just didn't miss pitches in the middle of the plate. You got to love the opportunity. Last one for you. To do this in game five, before you had to get on a plane back to San Diego, how important was that to you guys to finish it here? It has nothing to do with going back to San Diego. It has everything to do with being here in front of these people. Listen, man, just listen. Congratulations, buddy. So cool. Such a special moment. He's mentioned it. I got pitches down the middle, and I did damage with those pitches. So really cool to catch up with him. Look. Reese Hoskins and I go way back in the minor leagues. We were coming up together. We played against each other when he was in Clearwater and I was in Lakeland. We had so many conversations down at first base. And what a full circle moment 
to see him do what he's doing on the field at the World Series, pumping up the crowd. I mean, you know, speaking of iconic and legendary moments, yeah. the bat spike. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We'll that remember that epic. forever. It that was, was epic. epic. And he did that and pumped up the crowd, and he had a great series. So just a full circle moment for me to be on the field talking to him and for him to have the series he did. It was so special, and you could hear the emotion in his voice, as we yeah. could a lot of the people we caught up with. Every single player on this field, you could tell, was just really present in this moment and excited. But, Ben, they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the expanded postseason, yeah, which true. leads us to our number six topic here, adding a sixth seed for the first time, adding the wild card round, is why the Phillies are able to be here right now heading to the World Series. Well, you made a great point, Alex. They wouldn't be here yeah. if it wasn't for the expanded playoffs. Let's let's flash back okay. a few months okay. to the lockout. Yep. Lockout ends, and it comes out, expanded playoffs. And one of the things you heard was, I don't know if I love the expanded playoffs. Uh, it adds more teams. Maybe it waters down the regular season a little bit. And are those teams really going to deserve to be there? Let's forget about all of that. It didn't take long to prove this was meant to happen. This is going to work out great. The sixth seed, for the first time ever, there was a sixth seed in the playoffs. Now, for the first time ever, there's a sixth seed going to the World Series. So, yes, this new playoff system is justified, yeah. and it justified itself immediately. Not only did the Phillies deserve to be here they played great baseball in the second half of the year they didn't just limp their way in the last couple of games weren't great but they were hot they end up getting hot they became dangerous and they snuck into the playoffs and boy do they deserve to be here and I don't think that proves that this system is justified I don't think you can possibly say anything else now because you get the sixth seed in they've dominated and they have proven we not only deserve to be here, yeah. we are one of the best teams in all of baseball. Forget how we got in. We did get in. We deserve to get in. And this playoff format looks great. So shout out to Major League Baseball yeah. for putting this together. I think the format is great. And the Phillies deserve to be here. And Alex and I wouldn't be experiencing this <laughs> right now if it wasn't for the new playoff format. So how cool is that? They are the 14th wildcard team to head to the World Series since they started the wild card format. So we really have been able to see both sides. On the American League side, you have the one and two seed. On the National League side, we have the five and six seed. So you kind of got a taste of every possible situation adding this new playoff bracket, which was so cool to see. You really did. I mean, look, on one side, you got the top two seeds, one and two. There is really... There, there was really no argument this no. postseason for the, the playoff bracket haters, of which I don't oh, know if that's a thing. Get out of here. It is, <laughs> look, probably. Uh, look, on one side, you have the argument of, ah, the, the playoffs are so volatile, you, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, look at the American League. You have the two best teams that we knew were going to be the two best teams making it to the ALCS. They did it. And then on the other side, you have the team, well, did they really deserve to be there? And I think the resounding answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. Well, we had a chance to talk to a couple more players on the field after the game right now. Let's hear from Brandon Marsh, who was a hero earlier on in the postseason and was a, a midseason addition to this team. Just so grateful to be here. Take a listen. Take it all in, Brandon. The Phillies are going to the World 
series. Let that sink in for a moment and then describe how it feels. I mean, it's speechless. I got tingling, tingles throughout my whole body. Man, it's, 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 this is what it's all about. This is why we come and play. This is why we come out every day it's for this feeling right here. We're not done yet. We got four more. So looking forward to that. But we're going to cherish this moment and have some fun. Now, this team has had the never quit attitude the entire last month of the regular season through the postseason. Talk about the resilience you've seen from your teammates. Oh, I mean, yesterday and today just showed it all, you know, going down early yesterday, just fighting back, keep keep chipping away. And then today, you know, Harper putting a JT having a hell of an at bat in the ninth, eighth, yeah. and Harper coming in clutch. I mean, you just can't you can't ride it any better. This is, this, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Let's go to that moment, Bryce Harper, your MVP coming to the plate in the biggest moment of the game since his team to the World Series. What was it like in the dugout and on the field? I just started punching everyone. I don't know. I was yelling, he did it. He did it. I mean, shout out to Harper, man. That's a phenomenal ball player, phenomenal guy, great teammate. He deserved that moment, and I'm glad, I'm glad he came through for us. It's been raining this entire game, and these fans have been on their feet the entire ball game. Talk about the energy that they gave you guys throughout this game. Uh, I mean, they tied the game up at two, and they were still chanting, let's go Phillies. So we feel all the love, and we're just, we're just trying to play good for the city. And shout out to everyone here at the bank. They, they put on for us, for sure. What a whirlwind season for you joining this team mid-season. You talked about the support that you see top to bottom from the veterans, the younger guys, wanting everyone to succeed, being in on every at-bat, every play. What does it meant to you to be a part of this group? Uh, it's a blessing just to be here and be a part of this squad, you know? Just being a little piece to a big puzzle. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm speechless. There's, no, there's not many words I can put in put a, to, make, to make sense right now. But just being here, being a part of this special group, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful feeling. And, you know, uh, God works in mysterious ways. And uh, I'm just thankful, th thankful to be here. Thankful to be here. Congratulations. Enjoy this moment. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. welcome. Great seeing you again. Man, that was so cool. And I saw Brandon Marsh a few times out there in the whole celebration. And every time I saw him, there was this bell out there. He kept running around headbutting head the bell. It yep. was the coolest thing. <laughs> I think Brandon Marsh is an official friend of the pod, by the way. We joined us that. spontaneously last night on yep. the field and joining you. So that was really cool. Uh, one thing that was special for me was seeing Nick Cassianos out there celebrating. Yeah. And look, I, I've known Nick for a while from being in the Tigers organization, and he was there for a while. So I saw him and congratulated him. And his family was out there as well saying, we finally made it to the World Series. And to talk <laughs> to his brother and his entire family was really cool. And you actually got to catch up with Nick on the field. So let's check that out. Are we good? The Phillies are going to the World Series. Put that feeling into words right now. I can't right now. This is it. Listen, feel it. It's amazing. Now, when you see Bryce Harper come to the plate, one on, in the biggest moment of this game coming through, take us through what was going on in the dugout and on the field. I mean, well, I wasn't in the dugout. I was on the on-deck circle. But I've seen it too many times. I've known that kid since he was 15 years old. And that's, that's his moment. And if you notice, when everybody's freaking out the most, yeah. that's when he's the most calm. That's when you know. This team has had the no-quit attitude the entire postseason. Talk about the resilience coming back just
us to get into the postseason and then tonight to get the win? The best way I can say it is that the Phillies right now are playing baseball. Every aspect of it. And we're, we're, we're loving each and every moment. We're playing as a team. We're leaning on each other. We're doing it together. It's somebody new every night. And I mean, this is what it's all about. You know who else is in it? These fans. It was raining the whole game. They were on their feet the entire game. Talk about the energy that they give you on the field. I mean, it's second to none. You know, like it was miserable for us playing this game with all the rain and, and the wind and everything. So to be able to have these people stick it out and, and look, be yelling like this, I mean, it shows you that Philadelphia really is a sports town. Congratulations. Go enjoy this moment. Thank you. So cool catching up with all these players and being out there in the middle of it with them. You can hear the emotion on all of their voices, yeah. but you could also feel the emotion when we were out there. And there were tears, there were hugs, there was laughter, and we got a little bit of all of it. And it was so special uh, for both of us to be out there and uh, just a day a day you'll never forget, you know? It's one of those you just got to take in the moment, still just standing here, being here on the field as, you know, family members of the team are still here, slowly trickling out, taking photos. It's just, it's been such an incredible week, but we can't not talk about the other team out here, the Padres. You know, it looked like they had a chance to stay in it tonight. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Number seven. What's next for the San Diego Padres? Yeah, I think that's a very fair question because I don't think many people expected them to get to the NLCS this mm -hmm. year. But is this a team that's built for the future or is it yeah. a team that went all in on one year? And I would argue that it's a team that is built for the future because, look, they got Juan Soto. They have him for next year yeah. and then they have him for a little while. So that's a good benefit. We saw how valuable he was here in this NLCS. Uh, again, back-to-back -back days with a home run. He looked great. He had that homer in a day that yeah. he pimped, and it was absolutely crushed, and he that did. was sick. Yeah. Um, so I think this team is set up well for success. You have uh, you have some good players. You trade for Josh Hader. Like, there's a lot of things that they need to still do. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that's easy to forget is Fernando Tatis, yep. who wasn't here due to his suspension. But one one fact here that I think is interesting, and a lot of people might not know, every single game that they were playing here in the playoffs was a game taken off of his suspension. That's crazy. The longer they went on, the shorter his suspension got for next season. So that ends up getting taken off about 10-plus games. You know, that's yeah. a big deal. So when I think what's next for the Padres, I think take some time to appreciate this season and where you got and to be upset that it ended the way it did. Yeah. Um, and then focus on the future. Now now look at what this team has the possibility of being. Fernando Tatis at shortstop or wherever they want to put him. Manny Machado at third base, who, yeah. by the way, Manny Machado this postseason, was great. He, he became a, a Padre hero. Yeah. I mean, he was he was great. If, if the Padres end up winning this series, we're talking about Manny Machado mm -hmm. as we're talking about Bryce Harper. Yep. Look, this guy's a... This guy's a superstar. He got paid all of this money, but 
What was his moment? This was his moment. This was his moment. We're not talking about it as much because they didn't win the series, but yeah. we should we should remember how good Manny Machado was for this team against the Mets, against yeah. the Dodgers, and against the Phillies. Now, I know you brought up Tatis Jr., and there was a lot of conversation online of would they have been able to win more games in this series if he was here? But my argument, you, you can't even go there because who knows if the Padres would even be here in this moment if he was with the team because the chemistry that they had towards the end of the season just to get here is something you can't, you can't match and you can't say woulda, coulda, shoulda because in those moments, they had exactly who they needed to have. Now, it will be interesting to see if he can get back to his, his I don't know, all-star all -star style form once he comes back mid-season after having an embarrassing moment getting suspended for the reason he got suspended so this is all this is all going to be interesting for the Padres to see if they can come together if he can give them that final boost that they need to go further into the postseason next year I completely agree with your point Alex look there is you can't say just imagine if the Padres had Fernando Tatis in this series that's not how baseball works. No. That's not how locker rooms work. That's not how life works. One, if you want to step back a few months, we don't even know. They might not have even made the trade for Juan Soto if it wasn't for Tatis. Yep. The timing ended up being they probably knew about Tatis when they made that trade for Soto. So maybe they don't even make that trade. Maybe this team looks nothing like it would if Tatis was on the team. Aside from that, we saw last year in the dugout, him and Manny Machado had some things going on. Yeah. Like, look, all in all, this Padres team did what they did this year without Fernando Tatis from the word go. He had that. You, you mentioned an embarrassing moment with the with the steroid thing. This was an embarrassing year for oh, yeah. him. And I hope Fernando Tatis looks in the mirror and grows up a little bit, to be honest with you. The motorcycle accident in the yeah. offseason, the steroids. Look, you're a superstar in the game of baseball, and many people, including myself, were calling you the, the face of baseball the last year. The future of baseball, a face of the game of baseball, and the game deserves better, your teammates deserve better, and you and your career deserve better than that. So yeah. I hope we see Fernando Tatis grow up a little bit, learn from his mistakes, and get back out onto the field and be the MVP-type player that he is. Yeah. Yeah, you said it right there. I mean, he was in the MVP conversation last year, and then I don't know how you go from such a high, on a high season to probably the lowest season he'll ever have in his career. I think it's easy to forget how young he is. Yeah. And it's easy to forget until and this year. how much money he got, too. Absolutely. So that he makes, affects it. He makes all of that money, and he's still so young, and we saw that come out. It's it, I remember people saying last year when he was in the midst of that MVP-type season of yeah. – it's so easy to forget how young he is. Well, he reminded us of that in oh, the yeah. offseason and this season. People make mistakes. Yep. That happens. You have to learn from them and move on. And I hope Fernando Tatis learns from his mistakes and gets back on the field where he brings all of us so much entertainment. Yeah, so much joy. Well, let's move on to our final topic, number eight. How do the Phillies match up? to the two teams possibly that they'll be facing in the World Series? Because we got another game happening in just a little bit. Astros a chance to clinch their ticket to the World Series at Yankee Stadium tonight, which is crazy. I'm just going to 
make this point. It was put out there that Yankees, the tickets, Yankee Stadium went from $200, I think last night, to $20 tonight. So I don't think Yankee fans are very confident that they're going to be able to pull this off tonight. I Look, you make a great point, and I know your original question. We'll get to that in okay. a second. But one thing that I thought was a little off was, look, I know you're down 3-0 in a series, but yeah. if you're Yankees fans, look at this postseason. You have one of the best offensive years of all time. You have Aaron Judge, who's potentially and probably going to win the MVP award. Within a few, Within two games, you're booing him. And now you have your team with the backs against the wall. And if anywhere in the world can prove to you that the crowd matters, the crowd can will a team to victory. The crowd can will a team to get back from getting punched in the face and they can pick it. They can pick up their team. Now you have the Yankees down 3-0 in a series and you have tickets going from $200 to $20. We did a giveaway on our Twitter, Flippin' Bass Pod, (laughs) giving away four tickets. And the response was like, you, Ang- you couldn't pay me for those tickets. Angry Yankee fans. Angry Yankee fans. It was fans. Yankee fans saying that. It was Yankees fans That's saying that. That's the craziest that. part I, I don't, me. I don't get it. It's a little disappointing. And Yankees fans, I, I think, could take a note from Philadelphia fans and realize, yeah, our team's down 3-0, but they need us. Yeah. They need us right now. And if we can win these next two games, we have a chance to win it. We yeah. have a chance to come back in this series. You're not seeing that. You're not seeing it from the crowd. You're not seeing it or hearing it from Aaron Boone. No. Uh, it's just it's, – it's a weird vibe. Okay, so let's let's say they get a win here tonight. They make it to the World Series, the Yankees. How do they match up to the Phillies? How do the Yankees match up to yeah. the Phillies? I, look, the Yankees are a two seed, had a bye in the playoffs, and I, I think there's I think this conversation here is the same no matter what team we're talking about. Yeah. Whoever wins the series, the Astros or the Yankees, okay. are going to be the favorite to win the World Series. I'm not so sure they should, they should be. I don't I don't think that's the case. I if if the Yankees go to the World Series, I say the Phillies are the favorite. The way they have just plowed through this postseason, the energy, the momentum that they've had, I would say if it's Phillies New York, Phillies have to be the favorites. That would be shocking, but look, I I I'd, if I were making the odds, yeah. I wouldn't make it that. But I <laughs> I do think whatever the one or the two seed makes it through might be in the eyes of the odds makers that we I don't care about, yeah, they might be favored. But either way, there's something special going on here. There is something and, very special. And I don't going care. On. Look, it's it's odds say there's a good probability it's going to be the Astros playing the Phillies. And how do they yeah. match up? The Astros have been consensus the best team in the American League all year long. I don't care. This team has something special. Yeah. You look at this team, they have a great one and two starters. That's what you need. You have a three starter that, hey, guess what? He came in out of the bullpen to get the last out of the game tonight. Yep. So you have a one and two that are dominant. You have a good third starter. You have a bullpen that was good in this series. You have Bryce Harper, who has been legendary. And then you have all these other stars, Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins. This team is built to win a World Series. So no, 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 not so fast. Whoever comes out of this on the American League side, we shouldn't just chalk up to, well, they're the better team. They're going to win it. We are in for a dogfight. There is something special going on here in Philly, and I am so excited. I think the Phillies match up very well with whoever they get in the World Series. Yeah, and if it happens to be the Astros in the Phillies, I I think we're seeing two, two of the teams that have, 
have played the best consistently both at the plate and on the mound throughout the postseason. Uh, yes, absolutely. If the Astros get to the World Series, if yeah, they if. get there, guess what? They have deserved to get there. Yeah. They have played the best of everybody out there and deserve to get in. The Phillies are there. Forget that they're a sixth seed. Okay. I don't care. This team is playing like a one seed. Yes, they are. They have beaten everybody in their path. They deserve to be here, and they are a force to be reckoned with, and I am so excited to see how they match up. Just think about this for a second. This is what baseball is all about. Yeah. You have the one seed potentially against the team that wasn't supposed to be here but got hot. That's the beauty of this is the, the way this is matched up in the World Series is the juggernaut. It's the David mm -hmm. versus the Goliath, but the Goliath is, is look, yeah. this series is, is special. David, Goliath, who's going to win? I don't know, but they're both playing like like they're the best. I know, and it's uh, we're going to be able to see that game coming. We still have another game tonight. Great. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. We got Astros. We got Yankees. It's game four in the Bronx. Can the Astros complete the sweep? At the time we are recording this, we don't know. The game nope. hasn't started yet. They're actually in a bit of a rain delay. So we will see. Let's get predictions. Predictions. Come on, we got to get predictions. Um, I think, look. I mentioned that I'm disappointed in, in New York yes. and the fans yes. and Aaron Boone even to a degree. There's just a weird vibe there. It doesn't have a vibe like we've been in all of these games, but it's just not gone our way. We can come back from this. It almost feels like let's just let the inevitable happen. Yeah. And it's just it's super weird to yeah. see. So I think the Astros, they have Lance McCullers on the mound. They're going for the knockout punch. I think the Astros can pull it off. Uh, I think they can sweep the New York Yankees and finish it off in New York. I said it yesterday. Smells like a sweep. The Yankees feel defeated. The Astros are just so locked in. I think they get it done here tonight, and I think it's going to be an Astros-Phillies World Series. Woo! What a matchup that would be. This yeah. That's going to be two crowds and two fan bases that when that roof is closed in Houston, there's not much like <laughs> it. This is one of those moments. Uh, th th we're getting two great fan bases, and I can't wait for that. <sighs> That's all we got for tonight here on the field. What a that series. That was it. What and I don't say that was it because that was incredible. What an incredible, incredible. series. Uh, what an incredible day. People are still out here celebrating. The celebration is still going on, and the game wrapped up an hour and a half ago, if not more. Uh, so this has been such an awesome post-game show. All the celebrations going on. All the people that we caught up with. Miles Teller, Reese yeah. Hoskins, Nick Castellanos, Brandon Marsh, Bryce Harper, the MVP. What a show. What a series. And it's not done for us. It is on to the World Series from here. What a blast that is going to be. So stay tuned. We're going to be doing pre-game shows every day, post-game shows every day. It's going to be a blast. But for Alex and myself, in Philadelphia and along the entire journey of the NLCS. Uh, thank you for joining us. Our goal, as always, is to make you feel like you're a part of it and here with us. And when we run out there into the middle of the celebration, it's <laughs> for the Flippin' Bats community and everybody listening. And I hope you all enjoyed everything along the way. And we will be back for the World Series in just a few days. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch everything on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod. 
Until next time, until the World Series. Woo!